Well, welcome to the post-election edition of Listen and Learn or Not. Is it is it really oh. post-election? Mm. I would call it mid-election. I guess we. You're right. I mean, we're we're still. Go ahead and We're talk. We're still Claire. waiting. You want me to keep talking? Yeah, I am okay. still talking. This is me continuing to okay. talk because yeah. I love me some me. You know, that is what has <laughs> really upset me. I remember so often knowing the day of, the night before you go to bed. And it's like, how do we not know? And Well, this isn't the first time. I mean, for some of us, this is like maybe the third or fourth time that I can remember still not knowing. And yet it's crazy. It's still a crazy feeling. This one seems the craziest feeling. I think it's because we have the most information, whether it's good or bad or right Right. or wrong information. We're inundated with so much information. It just feels different even from four years ago. Like, I can't believe that I know Georgia has about 60,000 votes left to count. Why do I know this? So my friend sent me a list of songs, all with those names, whichever state was coming in, Georgia on my mind. (laughs) Right? Is there a song about Nevada? (laughs) I I think he found one. I'm going to have to look that up now, you know. Is Philadelphia Freedom one of them? Yes, (laughs) yes. Love it. Michigan Uh, is probably Detroit Breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) What's the Arizona's then? Oh, Oh, there's a lot of them. There is no Arizona. Yeah, let's Uh, see. Raising Arizona? Raising Arizona. Arizona. Wants me. Rainbow Shades. Wants me. A lot of songs about Arizona. Phoenix, by the time I get to Phoenix, they'll be done counting. Something like go. that. Wisconsin, is there a Wisconsin? Mm. There's their fight song. Something on Wisconsin, yeah. on Wisconsin. Oh, who's clapping with you? So the Arizona one is uh, Mark Lindsay. He was the uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Right. I actually met him. His daughter is Kate Hudson. Oh. No, not Mark Lindsay. Isn't that Mark Hudson? That was Mark Hudson. Yeah. I got confused. This is a confusing day for me. It's a confusing day. Okay, so Mark Lindsay, Arizona. Oh, and then there's the um, the Eagle song, uh, na, 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 Arizona to the something to come. I went from na, na, na. Fe- no, that's uh, that's stress like a badge. I'm working, you know. Just <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, you're is thinking that, of is that Sean Mil- Connery? I don't <laughs> think so. Like you're thinking him. of Steve Miller is that band. The ghost I went. Ghost of Sean Connery. <laughs> the ghost of Sean. It's the ghost of Sean Connery. I wish it would be, actually. What the hell are you doing in that election? I would like to revisit. It would be Sean Connery. Oh, and then the stress of streets of Philadelphia. Oh, that's Springsteen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what was it? You were looking for one for... Uh, She was was thinking of the Steve Miller. I went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma. (laughs) Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA. Wow, they hit all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just one song. Right. (laughs) Forget Wisconsin, (laughs) LA. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. my, I saw God. my sister first thing Wednesday morning because we swim. She was like, I couldn't sleep. I was I was checking my internet all night and I'm like, I slept like a baby. I'm like, I am not even going <laughs> to yeah. deal with this. I split the difference. I went to bed at nine and said, I'm going to sleep like a baby. And my wife woke me up every hour to give me updates. <laughs> <laughs> You're defeating the purpose of my sleeping through this. <laughs> She's but like, you, you know will what? not. <laughs> she needed to vent it. So I yep. just let her vent and went back to sleep. <laughs> How about oh, you, Anna? Did you sleep? I uh, I slept well, but that was after um, a whole day of praying and yeah, <laughs> and stressing. And I think from now on, I will not be watching TV during election days because I don't like those maps. I don't like seeing things that really don't say what's going to happen. They're all preliminary, right? And, and they're all guessing. All we're of them. Guessing. And there is stress yeah. in that. You're just making yourself crazy with non-information. And 
crying too. I yeah. Think, okay, I'll admit I was crying. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's really a, a passionate choice for either to win. So many were on pins and needles and we continue to be on pins and needles two days later. Mm-hmm. Um, now I am admiring people who have stepped away from social media. Did you see this map, Claire? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was my favorite. <laughs> you, you saw the map, Anna, that was a kid coloring. Did you see this? Oh, yes. It's not the red or blue. It's like a bunch of different crayons. Yes. yes. Scribbles all over the place. Right. Yeah. I love that. I do oh love today. God. There there have been some really cute memes going around about who's doing the counting, like the count from Sesame Street. No. <laughs> you know, one vote. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and um, I think the guy from uh, I can't remember is it Steve from Blue's Clues like opening envelopes <laughs> it's just really just cute memes that at least there are people out there who are trying to enjoy and have a sense of humor trying about to cheer all of us this. up right yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm hearing the name Maury Povich so much this week <laughs> after 15 years <laughs> I, I'm seeing so many memes I, I swear I see these, this one meme Feels like the whole country is on Maury Povich <laughs> yeah. waiting to find out who's the father. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Someone's like, it's like waiting for an STD test. We're all waiting <laughs> for an STD That's result. So yes. Or could it be waiting for a COVID result? Right. Claire. Oh, I can, right, I right. can tell you about that. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anna, I don't think we've talked about this. In fact, I don't think you know, but I had a COVID test last week. You know what? I heard it on Fitz in the morning. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True story. Um, I, uh, I woke up, I had a sore throat and in any other time of my life, I'd been like, Ugh, what's another sore throat? But you know, you think differently now and mm-hmm. you have to think about your coworkers. We all work in such close confined spaces, not to mention with, I don't want to get in trouble with my boss. Cause there are signs everywhere that say, if right. you have a sore throat, don't come in. So the old days of drop the NyQuil and tough it out are, are kind of over. So I decided that it would be the responsible thing to do to get a COVID test. And I was shocked at how easy it was. Really? Uh, let me tell you of all the things. No I've one had, says that. Of, I know. Said no one ever. Of all the things I thought I would have to do in my life that I was stressed about doing, it turned out to be the easiest. I got wow. online. I got on my phone at five in the morning. I literally Googled King County COVID test near me. I got straight to the county website. You could make an appointment, which I didn't know you could do, right there online. I got an appointment for 9 a.m. So within, and that wasn't even the first, I could have gotten an 8 a.m., but I was too lazy. I made an appointment for 9 o'clock and I did all my information online. Now, I know not everybody's comfortable with that, but I was because I knew it would make it more efficient. My name, my birth date, my insurance information, that was it. I think it took me maybe five minutes to put everything I needed to put in there. Boom, your appointment's confirmed. I lucked out in that it was nearby. It was within 15 minutes of my home. So I realized not everybody has that, but that was true. But even when I got there and I saw all the cars there and I went, oh, God, look at all these cars. I'm going to be here all day. I cannot tell you how efficient this system was. They had it was like Jiffy Lube for your nose. They had all these different (laughs) lanes. They had all these people out there directing traffic. You cracked your window a tiny, tiny bit, just enough for them to be able to hear you. They checked off your information. They sent you in a lane. My official appointment was for nine o'clock. I was at my nose swab at 850, 10 minutes early. Wow. And that includes people who didn't have an appointment, who just showed up without an appointment. They had their whole separate line, but I could tell that that was moving pretty efficiently as well. They get your information. And here's the weird thing. You stick the toothpick up your own nose. Oh, yeah. Toothpick? Yeah. Toothpick? Well, okay. Q-tip, whatever. But it felt, <laughs> you have to trust me when I tell you that it felt more like a Q-tip. So, they hand it to is... you 
and you take it and you think, well, what if I don't get it up far enough? And he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll tell you. And then you jam it up your nose and he goes, keep going, keep going. You're like, ah! And then you get it and then you turn it in a circle and you pull it out and you put it in your other nostril and you do the same thing. And then you have to stick it back in the little tube. And so they never touch you. They never breathe you. Everybody's in a mask and all that kind of stuff. And then they tell you, they give you all this information about how to scan and, you know, where to go get from the information. And they tell you it's going to take two to three days. But at 5 a.m. the next day, I got a text alert saying your results are ready. Less than 20, less what? than 24 hours from when I took And this was not the rapid test. This was the regular test. Because I'm told the wow. rapid test isn't necessarily as accurate. So I wanted to make sure I got the long version. That was the long version, and I still had it 24 hours. And I realize not everybody's experience is like this. But I got to tell you, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's probably better now than it was six months ago when they first started it. Yeah. But if you are in a situation where you have to get the test, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. Insurance, whatever magic things happen, nobody asked me for anything other than what I put in online. I haven't heard from anybody since. Wow. And obviously, sorry, I'm burying the lead here. I don't have it. Um, <laughs> oh, good. And I, of course, immediately texted and emailed all the important people at work to let them know that I was okay and I would be fine and dandy for Monday. But it was really... I'm so sorry it had to happen, but I'm glad that it happened the way it happened so that I can honestly say, chill out, the test is not that bad. Wow. Jiffy loop for your nose. Did you wait with like a newspaper and everything like they do with the car? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they didn't try to upsell me on like a lube job yeah. or anything like that. Would you like new tires? <laughs> <laughs> How long it been since my injector was cleaned or anything like that? No, no. Or if you need new you wipers. Didn't get, like free meat with your... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh. it's weird though to oh, have boy. to think about that now you know and by the way i continued to have a sore throat for like five days after that um wow. i don't have anything i don't have anything i don't have a there's no fever there's no nothing it's just the weather changing whatever and i think yeah. six months ago when covid started it was allergy season right. so we all had scratchy throats then yeah. it's like all these normal things you go through but there's this whole other layer that you have to deal with so i have you know? to ask you this we don't really worry that we have it, but then if we do have any symptom, we do. So what was it like to know you absolutely don't have COVID? It felt great. I didn't think I had it, and yet there's that always that part of your brain. Right. Not only that, in that time in which you realize you're sick and until you get the test, you run your mind over everywhere you've been. Mm-hmm. And I haven't hardly been anywhere. I pretty much mm-hmm. have everything delivered. I've been here at work. And so part of your brain is like, oh, if I got other people sick at work, they're going to blame me. But I thought, well, if the only place I go at work, I probably caught it there. There you right? go. So right? your head turns that way and you think, OK, do I need that's why you know you have to get tested and, and right. check coworkers and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, OK, well, there was that one day that I went to the pharmacy to pick up this one thing. And there was that one day where I absolutely had to go to the pet store because I couldn't have this thing delivered. And. You know, they talk about contact tracing. I was self-contact tracing. <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, backfill every single place that I've been. And you you feel guilty. There's, like, this guilt and shame of, like, what did I do wrong? You know, and we didn't do anything wrong. All we're doing is living our lives. And I wash my hands and I cover my face and I hand sanitize. And there's, like, blah, blah, blah. But, yes, you, you do feel a tremendous relief when you don't have it. Because, A, you're not really sick. You just mm-hmm. have an irritating throat, you know, weather crap. Right. And, yes. B, you haven't harmed anyone else. True. You know, and it, it is a good feeling to be past that. Mm-hmm. I can't even I can't even imagine every time I go out and it's barely it's probably much less than you guys get to. But when I do, 
I panic and I think, did I get it? Even though there's really no reason for me to think so. Like, like I filled in for you, Lori, right? Right. A couple days ago. And it's my first time really being in the building since maybe August. So I'm like, oh my God, did I get it from the central air conditioning or, you know, <laughs> right. or is there someone on this floor, even though they're all the way across the other side of the office or, you know, and then if some, even if somebody opens the door of the studio, it's like, oh, and, and I wait two weeks and after two weeks of anything I do these days, then I'm like, okay, I'm in the clear, but I have to wait those two weeks. <laughs> I do that too. Really? No. If I, if I, like, we went out to dinner for our anniversary, uh, August. So that was already two months ago, right? And I counted two weeks from out to dinner to to make sure that, (laughs) that, am I sneezing? You know, yeah, it's weird. Right, Right. But even like today, like just now, like typically when we do this podcast, we're in different places, right? Like usually I'm in my home. Um, Mm -hmm. today as timing works out, I'm here with Lori in in her studio, which is so much fun. I just, I'm always so happy to be like within six feet of Lori. It's just like a happy place to be. Honestly, Claire has the best hand motions when she was talking about the Q-tip. I mean, her hands were, her hands were spread out like (laughs) six feet apart. I was. I was doing it. But even walking in here, knowing that this room has like maybe two people that use it and is clean constantly. What is the first thing I did when I walked in here, Lori? I got out the yeah. handy wipes and I wiped off the area that I was going to be because yeah. I didn't want to catch yeah. the COVID. I you know. know? Well, so, and I had pushed this over so that you would to have do it. that. Right. You gave it to me to do right. that. Yeah. It's like we're all mm-hmm. it's ingrained in us now. Right. That, that sense of cleanliness. But yeah. Anna, I know what you mean. You you yeah. hadn't been in here for I don't know how many days it had mm-hmm. been since you've been in the building and you still have that feeling of you're you're coming into a place that you know you're not sure what's lingering in the in right. the ozone you know yeah and, and it stinks because I every November get sick from like the flu or whatever so naturally I think now that it's November. I get, I get like sore throats and, yes. and all that kind of right. thing. It might be just allergies too, but I, I feel like I get like my sickest every like fall time, November-ish. And so and, what um, what's the protocol, Anna? If you start to feel like sick and get a flu, you know, do you go in? Are we supposed to go get tested or do we wait it out? Because some, we are, some of us are going to get the flu. Right. And it's not right. going to be COVID. So what do we do? So what do we do? Did you get your flu shot first off? I got a flu <laughs> shot. Did you get one, Lori? I haven't yet. I'm going to. Yeah. Did you get one, Anna? I did. I don't know. That's the thing, Lori, is that it's like there's so much you can get. You can get a cold. Right. You can just get a virus. You can Mm -hmm. get, there's a million things to get. And yet, if we're all washing our hands and staying away from each other and sanitizing every surface, why would we catch any of this? Exactly right. And kids aren't in school. That's where a lot of us get it from. Right. 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 And we're not going anywhere. So I feel the same way. I feel like no one should get anything. Yeah. You know, if someone comes in here with pink eye, I'm going to be like, you're not washing your hands. That's right. You know, so not that anyone's coming with pink eye. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I, that baffles me. My brain can't wrap myself around that either, Lori. Like, mm-hmm. that, I think that must be why I immediately went to, I must have COVID. That must be why the, right. my first thought was to get a COVID yeah. test mm-hmm. because I couldn't possibly have anything else, right? Yeah. Crazy. Interesting. Because I had a little bit of a sore throat over the weekend while I was gone. I wasn't too worried, but I always do natural things first. So I did my little natural things and it was gone within a day. So I was like, okay, but I was ready to come back and get a test and make Anna stay. And And you never had a fever though, right? (laughs) No, right. Because I I carry my thermometer in my purse now. My, right, right. (laughs) Did you ever do that before? Not even when I had babies. Right. In all your years of raising children, did you ever carry a thermometer before? (laughs) Hashtag 2020. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, no, I did. When my, my sore throat last week, I had it for a couple of days before I, you know, mm-hmm. decided to take action. Right, because first you think, oh, it's just, and then you start to, all those things of, oh, my gosh, right. who have I been around? And, yeah. And then you think, okay, I got to, I got to, I can't deny this anymore. Mm-hmm. But I never had a fever. And I think, I'm no doctor, but my understanding is the fever is the real key, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So keep that thermometer in your purse. Yeah. <laughs> I know my grandkids will be like, Grandma, why do you carry a thermometer? It's the COVID. It's the COVID. <laughs> it's the COVID. Shut up and open your mouth. <laughs> when I was with my grandkids, they were watching some show. They don't get to watch much TV, but it was a cartoon, and one of the girls was a DJ. And so they showed her in the little booth with the microphone, and I'm like, hey, guys, that's what I do. Nothing. Crickets. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> They're like, oh, grandma. Uh, like, it's not even cool. I don't know. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's a cartoon character. It's me. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Oh, man. Silence. <laughs> yeah. awesome. So hard to impress these kids now. It really is. It really is. They're like, oh, I can get headphones and do that at my house, too. Right? You know? Anybody can do that, grandma. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we all survived Halloween. Yeah, yes. I, didn't, I think we had two kids. How about you? <laughs> I wasn't home and I've never been home for Halloween, but mm-hmm. I was with my grandkids. And so one of the social organizations, they made it as our fundraiser and they had people donate candy. So you drive through. Well, all the community got on board. So all these businesses were there and you just drove through this big maze and they gave all the kids, you know, candy, and then the kids were all dressed up. And um, I guess it was really wonderful. I actually stayed home because I had my own little Halloween thing planned for them. The littlest one, she's so dang cute. She shows her mom her big bag. I mean, it was a huge bag of candy. And she's looking in and she's going, oh, 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 oh. it was so cute. Like a, like a pirate who like, just won the gold. Oh, yeah. It was like <laughs> such a, a genuine, sweet thing. Like, <laughs> and now, Look Anna, you, this. Anna, did you build your big? You built your big candy shoot, right? Yeah. Oh yes, I did. How did it go? And it was. I didn't do it the way most people did it with their PVC pipes. It turns out, because my husband's such a um, an avid fisherman, and he buys his fishing poles online, he's kept his big fishing pole packaging, which is basically <laughs> this big cardboard tubes that are so sturdy. So I just tape them together. And I stuck like Christmas lights on there and made it attractive because I needed people to come right. to our street and see that we were open. Right. Open for business. <laughs> right. But because they weren't PVC, they probably weren't as nice and slippery as mm. other people's candy shoots. So I had to shake it. <laughs> I had to shake it. Shake it and up. Parents like help me like hold it for them. Aww. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> and we didn't have that many trick or treaters, probably less than twenty. Uh-huh. Um, because I don't think more than two or three people on our street actually were giving out candy. Sadly enough, but um, that's the thing yeah. is I I had a little setup going too, but I was literally the only house on the block. So I think if anybody, Aww. if kids, if kids were out there walking and they looked down the street, it just looked like an empty street. Were you sitting out yeah. on the street? I was not outside. Oh, no, okay. I put I put my I stuff was. outside in prepackaged little bags with like oh, handfuls mm-hmm. in each bag and had them all kind of separated and with a little sign. Yeah. And then we just kind of watched and or listened for the dogs to bark rather to see yeah. if anybody came. And <laughs> in the morning when your, I went out, your alert. <laughs> there were only two bags gone in the morning when I went out, and oh. I don't even know if it was kids or. My wife might have just gone out and snagged them. I don't know. Yeah, I was I was kind of bummed, but I felt good that I was ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did sit out. I was on a chair and everything. People just probably thought, wow, look at that crazy lady right there. <laughs> but I was glad because my house 
faces where the moon would come up and we had a big blue moon yeah. that, that night and it was incredible. Mm. Yeah, the moon was something. It was beautiful Friday and Saturday both. That was lovely. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. How did we get lucky? Yeah. I know. And Lori, mm. yes. I know something that you're probably very, very, very excited to tell everybody about, something that happened at precisely 10 a.m., And I am so grateful it didn't happen when I was gone Mm -hmm. because I don't leave very much. Mm -hmm. You really don't. You're always here. (laughs) And Anna had direct instructions to text me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... Yeah, we we flipped the switch, and not only that, we had Pat Monahan from Train. That's right. Yeah, yes. he yeah. helped us flip the switch, and onto Christmas music. And a lot of people, most people, are really thrilled. Some people are like, "Hey, you guys, too soon," but you know, this has been a crazy year. Yeah, and a lot mm-hmm. of people have told us they've been listening to our online Christmas music. So I'm okay with it being this early. Normally, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, you know what? Hashtag 2020. <laughs> Hashtag 2020. And then I read an article because we get all this information for our shows about this Philadelphia station that it's been such a bad year. They flipped their switch early to Christmas music. And I'm like, hey, we did too. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, it's just fun to be, I know how lucky and blessed I am to be able to get out of the house and go to a workplace. So yes. I will preface it by saying that. But it's even more fun here on the side of the building where the radio station has flipped to Christmas music because they've also decorated for Christmas. Yes. And you yeah. walk into this space, you literally pass this little floor mat that says like, <laughs> welcome to Christmas land or Santa land or something. <laughs> and everything about here is, I'm literally sitting in Christmas village right now. Yes. <laughs> it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And and last week I posted a picture because the Christmas elves, their shirts say warm Christmas elves, were decorating and I'm like, huh. Mm. <laughs> what are they planning? Yes. So, um, <laughs> you guys no, saw right? One, yeah. of my, one of my favorite elves is uh, the morning guy, Seth, uh, here on yeah. 1069. He was, he was all decked out in his elf outfit. Yeah. And Seth, and I love him. He's one of my favorite, but he's a big, uh, he's, a, he's a burly Northwest fella. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, are you sure you can fit on a shelf? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, I can watch you from anywhere. I don't need to be on a shelf. I'm like, all right, all right. And it's so funny because they did the video, you know, and Seth is like, he's the nicest guy you ever want to meet. He's also very funny, but he was very, very serious. Yes, it's Christmas, and it, it was, it was very cute. Yes, and he was elfing. He had the big lights. Yes, you know. he was and, a very. He's serious about being an elf. Yes, and Anna, you have a big green bow on your chair. You do. Yes. When I filled in for you, I'm like, I got to get with the program. Okay, it was you. Yeah. And then you've yeah, got the, I, the pictures up. I put a little tree on the on the shelf and then an elf hat uh, I that may or may that. not be there anymore because yes. people probably wanted to use it. So. I think they moved it over closer to uh, the entryway. Well, look at that. Yep. And what's so crazy is every year by now we've got a full docket of things we're doing, but there's no parades. Even tree lightings are most of them are going to be virtual. Mm-hmm. And then even some of the Christmas plays are doing, in fact, pivoting to old radio shows and doing them as a download, you know, because people can't go in and see them. So it's... I believe that's true of um, ACT Theater, ACT ACT Theater. They're they're wonderful Christmas version of A Christmas Carol. It's just just so well... I want to say well-written. Obviously, it's Dickens, but everybody Mm -hmm. uh, kind of um, does an adaptation. And it's one of the most beautiful I've ever seen. And I've done a lot of theater Christmas carols. And they're doing an radio play version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. I would listen. A lot of people have their Christmas decorations up now already. (laughs) Election week. 
I would not mind sitting with my family just with a fireplace going and only the fireplace and just listening to the to our radio. Mm-hmm. Good old fashioned radio. That. Wouldn't that be nice? I know. You yeah. just get your hot chocolate and you yeah. you know, you're not you you visually you're just sitting there and you're listening. I love that so yeah. much. I also want to say well, a, a lot of people there was some sort of story that came out about six weeks ago that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was canceled. It was not canceled. They're absolutely having that parade. It's just that they're not allowing spectators. Oh. So for people in the city of New York who look forward to going down and watching that parade, that's a bummer. For the rest of the country, who are you? We've always watched it on television. It's still going to be there. They'll still be marching bands. They'll still be the big oh. balloons. They'll still be the giant Snoopy. They'll still be Santa Claus. They'll still be weird Broadway shows where they're lip syncing the music and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's all still going to be there. It's just there won't be anybody lining the streets watching it. So at least there's that one little bit of tradition that right. we can kind of hang on to this year. So we can watch it on TV. Yes. Which a lot of people do anyway. Absolutely. Right before I watch my beloved Detroit Lions lose. <laughs> it's my annual tradition. Mm. And you heard that the Husky game got canceled. Yes. Because of COVID. COVID. Did you hear that? Of, uh, oh, yeah, I did. They're finally, this was going to be the first game, right? They finally got the the, the Pac-10 or Pac-12, mm-hmm. Pac, back in my day it was the 10, together to to get a season. Mm-hmm. And now because I believe some players from Cal, their opponent, right. were tested positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel bad for, I feel bad for them and yet it's, I don't know, I felt like this whole college football season was not a great idea. It was doomed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've had a lot of trouble in the in the southeast where with kids, you know, they've they've managed to play around it and not cancel any games. But mm-hmm. they've a lot of players have had to sit and move and, and kind of stuff. I don't think it's, it's it hasn't quite come out the way everybody wanted it to come out. Right. Um, but uh, I feel bad for the Husky kids. I really, really do. They were so looking forward to doing something, just right? doing something, something normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, seriously, do we think we're ever going to get normal? It's like people say we want our old lives back, but I don't think it's ever going to go back to the way it was because so much has changed. I do. Not in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I think that, and this might be a, not a good analogy, but after 9-11, we felt like life was never going to go back to normal. And it did. It took yeah. a while. It took a few years. Now, this is different because it's a virus. Mm-hmm. But the thing about 9-11 was you, you no longer felt safe. You certainly didn't want to travel. It felt like the country stopped for a long, long time. And, of course, then there were wars involved Mm -hmm. in that, too, that kind of changed lives for a lot of people. So I do think once we have a uh, um, a vaccine um, for this Mm -hmm. and we've learned from whatever we needed to learn, I do think that we're going to get back to some version of normal. Yeah. Yeah. But probably not soon. (laughs) Yeah, because even virtual school is good for some kids, but kids need each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kids need each other. Yeah. Kids, I think the teachers have done a magnificent job with what they had to work with, but I do believe there is something about being with a teacher in person. Yeah. For certain things. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. as adults, if you're an adult learner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, taking a, a certain type of class. Yeah. Um, but especially for children, I, I think that teacher-student bond is even stronger when you can actually be there and, and pat their shoulder and, right. and Plus feel you them. pick up on more cues, you know, when they can mute, they can take their picture out, you know, they say they're there and then, like my sister's a teacher, she'll say, hey, so-and-so, and no answer. It's like, oh, they just muted and blanked out and left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep, yeah. that's what they do. <laughs> and I hate to... And then you heard about the kidnapping. Did you hear about that? What? Oh, the, the staged kidnapping, yes. <laughs> Did you hear about that, Anna? It was a high school? No. Oh. Yeah, in the middle of a Zoom call, this kid gets kidnapped. Oh, oh, that. But it wasn't really happening. No, no but... Right? 
What are you oh. supposed to do? I mean, if you're a teacher, really, seriously. The teacher had no choice but to call it in. Right. If you think it's a joke and it's not, then what? Right. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was happening? Like, were they, did they do that on purpose to make the teacher think yes. something oh, yeah. was wrong? It was yeah, it was prank. his buddies. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see what, <laughs> what so they bad. would do. Yeah. Kids. And it's probably the equivalent of pulling the fire alarm when you're in class, right? right? I mean, it was probably <laughs> one of those things. Only this is a yeah. kidnapping prank. Yeah. Um, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be a teacher for a million dollars, by the way. <laughs> I just want to tell you, it's the noblest of professions. My mother oh, was yes. a teacher. I don't want anything to do with teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't blame you. Oh. And you. And you got him. I know, I know. Anna. You do. Yeah. Hey, guys, can we, Lori, I don't know if you're into this or not, but just, Anna, do you watch The Mandalorian? Yes. Do you like it? I do. Me too. I love um, it. Do you? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I totally like that. It surprises me how much I love it. Like, <laughs> even as I'm watching it, I'm like, I can't believe how much I love this show. What is that? What is, why is it so good? Maybe just seeing some of the characters, like the sand people, just where some of the things uh, came from that weren't just main characters i guess yeah um and, and then the just sort of the graphics and how they just do things anyway it's just mesmerizing. it's pretty it, it's pretty not in a uh pretty disney pretty but it's 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 just nice it's it's like it's a western yes it's more like watching grimy too. western oh. than watching star wars it combines all of those things and the other thing is and, and it's safe for children to watch like it still has like gunfight at the okay corral feeling but even the violence is just like Disney Channel violence, right? You know? Right. And right. The, the bad guys are shooting, but they never actually hit anything. They just duck out of the way. And the only thing that dies is like a big monster will eat it, which you might see on a monster show, right? It's right. just, it, it just feels good. It's like you get the grit, the grittiness of a Western, but with yeah. n- none of the gore of like Walking Dead or something like that, you know? It's just, and the Yoda thing is so freaking cute. It's so cute. And if you're not a Star Wars person, I guess I'm not. It's like I want to recommend it to people. Even if you don't like Star Wars, I feel like you will like The Mandalorian. It's got a funny name. I know. Blah, 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 whatever. But it's just good storytelling. They, they awesome. don't they don't portray the characters like they did the 1999 version of the prequels where everything was nice and clean and pretty. Right. Now, and even the Mandalorian character himself, the main guy, mm-hmm. he's not like this guy that's trying to be all, hey, hey, hey. He is like chill yeah trying to just make it i i (laughs) don't get through (laughs) i don't care for that um like one of the reasons i don't like the iron man movies is i don't like that uh sarcastic snarky i'm a smart alecky superhero and he's not like that at all he's really down to earth I will say i actually do dig the uh snarky iron man (laughs) (laughs) but yes this is nice and new and refreshing is to have a character that's just not trying to be the spotlight. Right. Well said. Yeah. Mandalorian. Check it out. <laughs> At a theater <laughs> near you. Nope. Man- COVID. Forget that. Listen and Learn or Not. Brought to you by Disney Plus. Yes. <laughs> not, not brought to you by Disney yeah. Plus at all. Endorsed by the Biden camp. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to I gotta tell you. Um, I going back to election day. I'm sorry to do this to you again. Well, you know, full circle. <laughs> Go back to the right. Stress of election. You can't not um, think about it. Fits in the morning pointed out Monday before election day 
more than half of Americans agreed that Election Day this year was going to be the most stressful days of their entire lives. Mm -hmm. This is so funny to me. But more than half, I repeat, more than half of Americans say that they are expecting it to be the most stressful day of their lives. Wow. Of their lives. I think everyone's being a little dramatic. Clearly, these people have never told their parents <laughs> they were gay. <laughs> it's true. The whip was quick there, girl. Loved it. You know what? And they were kind of speechless, it all of them. Just true. I didn't say it to be funny. I said it because it's, you know, you get to a certain age and you just, you look back at like the things that caused you distress. Am I, do I have spilkus about the election? Of course I do. Who doesn't? Was Tuesday the most stressful day of my life? Not even by a long shot. And I don't understand these people. If this was the most stressful day of your life, you are lucky. Right? You got a pretty sweet life. Thank God that Tuesday was the most stressful day of your life. You know? And yes, telling your parents you're gay is really hard. (laughs) And once they know, you don't care who else knows. That's right. (laughs) Nevertheless, it's fun to get to say that stuff. It is uh, it is not easy to render those boys speechless, but when I do, it's it's definitely an accomplishment. <laughs> Their reaction was amazing because yeah. they're like, ah, they, you could totally tell they yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah, you don't. You know what? It is weird. It it is it is a weird thing to be an out gay person on the radio. I, is I it? Will, it it yeah. It's refreshing, and I'm blessed, and I'm thankful that I get to do it and just be who I am and not have to hide any part of my life. But it is, yeah. it's definitely a moment where you stop and you go, whoa, what did she just say? Yeah. You know? And then when we talk about like, you know, handsome men, like today we were talking about Jason Momoa and my <laughs> oh. line is, and he, I love Jason Momoa. I just love everything about him. And, and what I always say about that is he makes me think unnatural thoughts. <laughs> and so your head, if you're just casually driving in your car, you might be, wait, what did she just say? Right. <laughs> well, you know, Anna and I have probably had girl crushes. Mm-hmm. Have you had a girl crush, Anna? Oh, of course. Like who? I can't. I, I don't know who though. Who? I have one right who? now, and I can't even remember who it is. Taylor Swift. We all have a girl crush on Taylor Swift. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you mean like a real person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't think of it. I but don't know who who are the who are the? But big, yeah, sometimes big hot women right you know, now. Yeah, you're just like whoa. Yeah. But for me, sometimes I'm like, I want to be her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. You want to. Yeah. Someone you want to be. I, I was hearing that about. Uh, I think it was Sean Connery the other day. It it was like they, you know, people made him the sexiest man alive or sexiest man of the century or, or something like that. Yeah. And what somebody was saying was it really had less to do with how much women liked him with how much men wanted to be him. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was an interesting way of looking at it. Someone, one Halloween was Sean Connery during our Halloween costume party, uh-huh. but it wasn't just Sean Connery. It was Sean Connery, SNL Sean Connery. Oh. <laughs> Sean Connery on Jeopardy. Right. Going up against Trebek. <laughs> yeah. That was, was that Benny? It was probably Benny. Benny always wins. Benny, did he win this year on the online one? He did not win this year because he had a, an amazing showing from... Um, yes. Now, we did this all virtual. We we weren't yeah. able to have a, a Halloween party, which are usually really <laughs> wonderful here at our company. And so you had to take a picture of your costume and, 
and put it online. And the winner was April, our promotions oh, director. That was a good one. Yeah. was uh, Kevin from Kevin. the office on the day he brought the giant pot of chili to work. <laughs> that is the best. I'm trying to remember. I feel like my first year, the when I like the literally the day I met you, weren't you the one? You were like a meme, and you had to sit in the corner with this little display that you'd made. <laughs> yes, right. With chili. You, the chili. It had to do with chili. Yeah, it was that. But it was the baby. It was a baby costume. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. It was a baby Kevin. And then it was at her desk forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anything the office. Yeah. Is yes. The best. Loved it. Yeah, and you guys have been watching that again, haven't you? Once in a while, it'll be on TV, and we will stop. We will stop at it. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's a good one to stop and and watch a few minutes of. But I haven't done that. I've only watched it once all the way through. I've never gone back and and done a rewatch on it. I guess it Hmm. might be fun to do that, huh? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like like Seinfeld. You know, you watch the whole season, and then a few years later, you're like, hey, I can binge watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Festivus. Yay. Yay. Well, you know, usually this is about the time I say, oh, I got to do a report. But since I was off kilter today, (laughs) I was so crazy. I I know. I even kind of cut a phone call short. I, you know, I'm a life coach and I have clients. And so we had this great talk and we were wrapping it up. I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, great. I got to go. I'll talk to you later. And I'm running up the building, texting you guys saying, hi, sorry, I'm late. (laughs) You're like, what? It's only one. (laughs) Yeah. I was surprised when my phone rang. In the bathroom. I was actually in the bathroom. Here, here at the office. And don't worry, I was washing my hands, and I'm like, don't don't normally answer the phone in the bathroom. And I thought, am I late? Oh, am I am I early? Am I late? Did I do something wrong? You know. So of course I answered it right away, and I had this beautiful echo, and I'm like, wow, I should do it in here. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice echo. But I'm glad you did it because it's fun for me to be here with you in person. Yes, so, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out well. Now I'm really hungry though. Uh, yeah, she only got a little snack. I only ate, ate half my lunchable. I got to eat the other half. <laughs> I'm like a five-year-old here at work. I'm like, ooh, Lunchables. Snacks. <laughs> Tiny bits of turkey and cheese and you crackers. You bring like a, a Ziploc bag of Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> I I do sometimes, actually, but I didn't today. Not today. Yeah, when you called Lori, I thought, oh, did she forget? She forgot to set her clock back. Oh, <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even think of that. But you, that was a week ago. I know, it seems so long that. ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, and now you don't set your clock back because everything's mm-hmm. digital and it does it for you. What about your car? Well, well maybe that's it. Maybe my car is off. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to I check know that. my kitchen is off and our bedroom is off. <laughs> that's funny. Our microwave won't, won't set itself. Oh, well, the clock by my bed now, I always keep it an hour ahead. Mm-hmm. So now it's two hours ahead because we started <laughs> Wait, why do you do that? I, you know, honestly, I don't know. I think it's because I don't really use it because uh-huh. I use my phone. I set it a little bit ahead, but somehow it got an hour ahead. I think there was a power outage. I don't know. So when I, uh, let's say I got home Tuesday, I woke up Tuesday morning. I'm like, two hours. I mean, I thought I was really late, but right. yeah, I wasn't. You guys notice that dogs don't care about the time change? <laughs> yeah, they really don't. They don't care. Yeah. They still want the they're same so walk, lucky. the same yeah. food. They could give a crap about the time change. That's, That's right. going with the food. Yeah, they're like, oh, wait, it's an hour early. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, there's no never mind with dogs. <laughs> but do they, like uh, now um, that it's been several days after the time change, do they recognize that the same time that they have to use the restroom or get hungry or anything like that? They do. Yeah, mine do. Yeah. So. So the when they get to go for a walk isn't so much dependent on the clock as my pattern. Like what because I'm very I used to be until I moved, then everything kind of went topsy turvy. But I used to be pretty regimented about when I got home, 
take a nap, do some things around the house, then taking them for a walk. And Sadie knows the clues of like when I wake up for a nap, it's like time to get your shoes on and, and go. <laughs> None of that's happened recently. There's been too much else going on. But food, absolutely. I don't know what it is. They just seem to know that they eat at six o'clock. <laughs> and that is when they eat is six o'clock. I always feed them at six and then in the morning Sharon feeds them at 10. And I don't know why that happened, but we've kind of trying to just keep them on a, on a schedule so we can track like their weight and all that kind of stuff. And sure enough, at five o'clock, they're looking at their little dog watches going, hey, where's the, where's the food stuff? Something's you know? wrong here. So I split the difference and now I'm feeding them at 530, but I'm going to wean it back to six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think we've run out of steam. Well, one thing I want to ask Claire, did you did you get a mullet yet? <laughs> no, very uh, t- uh, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. Seriously, you're, you're gonna get doing one. It. I'm doing it Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You're, I had to meet. So I almost did it uh, last month, but we needed a little more length. And I only go. There's one lady that that does my hair, and she actually lives in Eastern Washington. She splits her time, so I can only see her like certain days. And so Saturday is 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 mullet day. Are they going to go film it? Someone going to film yes. it? Yes. Uh, well, you can't necessarily have somebody in there, but Sharon's oh. going to get her hair done too, so she can she can film it. They're still pretty limited. Salons are limited as yeah. how many people can come in. Because like Fitz, yada, yada. they somebody was videoing yeah. him. Yeah, they 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 worked out a way to. to so video. is everybody? Yeah. I mean, Drew doesn't have long enough hair. No. Well, he does. That's oh. that's the fight on the show now. Is that one? Uh, Fitz is passing the mullet torch to me, <laughs> and then I'm ready to pass it. And Ryder's hair is really short. He's, yeah. There's just nothing to mullet there. Um, oh. Drew is in perfect shape for a mullet, but mm. he refuses to do it. I think really? we can peer pressure Drew into it. I think I want to get his girlfriend on board, mm. and I think if we get her to work with us, that we can do it. But the whole point is to, we're getting ready to do our St. Jude Radiothon, oh. and the point is to raise awareness for St. Jude. Um, yes, there's a point to the mullet. Yes. And um, <laughs> so you'll be hearing and seeing more about that in, in coming days. Okay, I, seriously. So uh-huh. some people for awareness for cancer will shave their head. Uh-huh. Would you rather shave your head or do a mullet? Do a mullet. No, I won't. <laughs> there I was can't. not even a... <laughs> no. No, not... not this. You don't want to not see this. No, that, it would not be a good look. Mullet. At all. Mullet will grow out. So can we post that on our Facebook page Absolutely. next week? Okay. Absolutely. As soon as it's done. I was going for like a Joan Jett thing, mm. but I realized I can't pull that off. So Anna, go with you me on really this. You have really thick hair. I have really thick hair. Yeah. I am thinking 1981 Olivia Newton-John, Let's Get Physical. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's oh. the mullet I can pull off. Wait, I was think that so. a mullet? It was a mullet. It was kind of like if Mrs. Brady had curly hair and not straight hair. So I think I can pull that off, but we'll we'll, we'll find out. Awesome. And your hairdresser's on board. She's oh, like, yeah. yeah. She's on board. Well, she's she's kind of side-eye on board. She's like, <laughs> I will do what you want me to do. Are you sure you want me to do this? Right. That's kind of on board. Yeah, like, my reputation. You <laughs> right. go out with a mullet. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you how my hairdresser is. Don't, no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> no one needs to know where you got this done. But she's already like five steps ahead of me. She's thinking about how to cut it so it grows back normal. Okay. I actually don't really care because I'll just cut it short again. Or you'll just wear a hat. Yeah, or wear a hat like I'm wearing today because my hair's too long because I need to get a cut. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Life Coach Lori. Yes. You you posed a really interesting question and I want to ask it back to you. Would you rather do bald or or, or do a, a mullet? If you had to do it, I would. I would do a mullet because when you think about growing out your hair, it's going to take longer. With a mullet, you could probably do it a week or two, and then you could, you know, you've done your thing right. You're and ready. So no, you could. We could mullet you tomorrow, Lori. You'd I look know. Great. I could. I, I could. <laughs> You'd rock a good mullet. <laughs> I'll spike that up. Now you could pull off a Joan Jet. 
There we go. <laughs> when, when the spike first came out, do you remember that years yeah, ago? Sure. So I was working for a Christian organization. It was like World Concern. And I went into the hairdresser and I go, oh, it's okay if you cut it a little short, it grows fast. Well, she cut it short and spiked it up. I mean, that was like punk rock, you know, and I right. had to go into my work. <laughs> my hair all spiked up. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> did, they, did they kick you out? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, fortunately, I worked nights, so not that many people saw me. <laughs> so, yeah. But oh, wow. uh, how about you, Anna? Look, it's life coach Sid Vicious. Yeah, yeah. you, you got <laughs> life coach Sid Vicious. Yeah, Anna, what about you, mullet or bald? I think I would do bald. Really? Because now that a lot more people are like on board with wigs, oh. you just wear a wig if you needed to. People who have been bald, they get really cold on their heads. A wig would be perfect because I, I get cold easily and it would warm me right up. There you go. So, what color would your wig be? <laughs> I guess they are expensive. Probably want blue. I probably want fuchsia to match the T-Mobile building. <laughs> You're getting off on the wrong floor, lady. <laughs> mm. What would your husband say if you walked in the house bald? Get out! <laughs> no, he was, what have you done with my wife? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. As long as we talked about it. You know, I think as long as we talk about it first, because there was a time I did chop my hair off. Uh, you, do you remember that, Lori? I, I do. I hair chopped. Yeah, um, but I mean, your hair was really long. So, yeah, but but it, it did look good. I, I dug it. It was summertime. It was mm -hmm. the right time. I, w I, I was going through a season. It, it was a time of mourning. Um, <laughs> yeah. <sure> I was, <laughs> it was a sad time. Uh, I, I just needed some changes and everything, and, and I did it. Mm -hmm. And it felt good. Um, I don't know if I'd ever do it again, though, um, unless someone gave me the challenge of being bald. <laughs> I feel uh, uh, what you just said about going through something, going through a season. I feel that way about the mullet. Like, I actually, I want to look back on pictures of me in 2020 and go, oh, yeah, I had a mullet. That's right. Right? <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah, that was 2020. That, that's where, yeah, you can yeah. totally go. Oh, oh, by the way, one more thing before yeah. we go, um, Claire, um, this has to do with you. Uh -huh. um, you guys were talking about... Who you go to, mm -hmm. who you talk to. And you said your sister. Yes. And I, I halfway thought you were going to say, and Coach Lori. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I wish I had. Your go-to person. We were talking about who is your go-to person for advice. They, uh, some study said you will ask for advice like 6,000 times oh, in your life so or something. Many. And yeah. over about 30 people. And I'm like, I, there are not 30 people in this mm -hmm. world that I trust to ask for advice. The list is very, very short. Yeah. But yes, you're right. I should have said that. Yeah, she said her sister. And I'm like, and, 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 like, Coach Lori. Oh my gosh. Author of Didn't See That Coming yeah. and The yeah. Enough podcast. There you have it. And another podcast. Listen and learn or not. Oh, I've heard of and that another one. Podcast. Oh, and Spotlight. Actually, <laughs> Blake, how do you have time to do anything? You have so many podcasts. I know, yeah, but what? this week um, is going to be really good because there's a lady who has painted pictures of refugees and she tells the stories. Uh, she lives here in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And so she she would go and listen to their stories. Her friend would take pictures and then she would go back, write the story, take the picture. And then she's like friends with the refugees and she's really promoting how we can support and help them. 
then the following week I'm very excited about because it's domestic violence. Mm. Actually, it's it's our friend Heather that I interviewed, Anna. You know, she's been researching this forever. There are in Renton, there's actually, I don't know if you call it a law, but it's a community law that if somebody has abused their wife and now they're emotionally abusing them, the community will find a law that they've broken to get them back into jail because emotional abuse is okay here. Hmm. It's not against the law. Right. So there's some little communities. That's what I learned. It's pretty amazing. Wow. That will. And that's this week or next week? That one's next week. On Spotlight. This Friday is the uh, one with the refugee book, and it's just amazing, fun stories. Wow. Mm -hmm. You get to talk to a lot of interesting people. I know. I want you to do it, too, Claire. I do, too, I've been pushing it. You're still working on me. Yeah. I do, too. I feel like there's so much I want to do, but it's like my, there's something in me that's like, just rest a little while longer. Yeah. You know? Especially during this time, because you guys are, I mean, you're here a lot of times when I get here. That's a long day. Yeah. It's bigger than that, though. It's, uh, I've had a lot of changes over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's interesting. I'm I'm not the only one going through it. A lot of people go through this. You, you make a big change in your life and you have to sort of um, uh, allocate your energy. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And it's like your brain and your little notebook and your little notes that you keep has have a million things that you want to do, but you don't want to do them until you can really commit to doing them. Right. And you know? if you think about it, that idea of telling stories, mm-hmm. that can happen now, 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a, a skill and a gift that you have and the people you're meeting along the way, you mm-hmm. know, you're checking in your mind. Mm-hmm. So whenever you do it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that sometimes we do, we get that should, I should, I should. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily... The right timing. And I love it that you're honoring mm-hmm. your, you know, what you're going through. Yeah, but you taught me that. <laughs> you, uh, it, uh, what I had was guilt for not honoring that and feeling like I was a lump at not doing anything. It's okay and, to sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah. And I needed your advice, yeah. your advice uh, to help me realize that that phrase, I don't know if I got that phrase from you or if I invented it myself, allocating your energy, but you but, did. That's good. But really, you know, I'm going to steal of it. Being honest, you steal it. Please mm-hmm. do. Honoring um, yourself yeah. and what you knowing your own limits and your ability to commit to mm-hmm. to yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's tricky. It's it's tricky to do. And yeah. again, it's one of those things where you you know take the long view. Uh, you know, they say growing old is not for sissies, but. <laughs> Damn, I love growing old. I mean, I, I really do like the perspective of, of being able to look back at, at the 25-year-olds and go, oh, dude, chill out. Right? You're going to be fine, man. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Yeah. And just like knowing, knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them, you know? <laughs> That's right. Kids and, and 25-year-olds and younger are, are now lucky because now they have access to podcasts and, and, and people like you guys being able to tell people these kinds of messages. They are important. It took me a long time to to learn that, too, is to allocate my energies as well. Right. Um, And Anna, before, just before COVID hit, you were sort of like, I've got to make some choices. mm -hmm. And because you do a lot of amazing things, it kind of happened for you. Along those lines with people being busy or feeling like they should always be busy because that's how they grew up is uh, thinking you better be busy all your lives or mm-hmm. else you're useless or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you're not valued or whatever. Right. And and now teaching your kids that same thing is starting to stress them out for, for anyone, for anyone to be told, hey, it is okay for you to take care of yourself and not do anything, take away half of your duties just to get yourself better. That's important for people to know. And I really appreciate 
appreciate those kinds of messages are being put out there. Podcasts, broadcasts, memes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. social media. People are, are really on board with that. And that is, I think, saving so many lives right now. Mm-hmm. What you guys are just saying right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, mm-hmm. And, you know, as a coach, a lot of times I'll write a permission slip. Because people need it, it. you know, and it's like, it's nothing, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. it's something. So So, like, dear Claire, let yourself color in your coloring book today. You have permission to color. You fill in the little line that says her name. Yeah. You have permission to watch six episodes of Battlestar Galactica today. Yes. (laughs) Sincerely, Coach Lori. (laughs) And then she can give it her wife and say, see, Coach says. Coach says. She signed it. She signed it. Now sign it and bring it back so she knows I did it. That's right. Now now Sharon has to sign it. (laughs) Oh, man. Can I tell you a story about my permission slip? Yes. I don't know if it was a permission slip or it was just a... Something that my teacher wanted my mom to sign, and I didn't want my mom to really see it. <laughs> so I, I'm like, "Mom, can you sign this?" But it was a totally different sheet of paper, and she signed it, and then I cut it out, pasted it on the thing that was supposed to be. <laughs> I got in so much trouble. Oh, I bet you did. Uh, that was dumb. No, I had such a cool mom, and now, granted, I was kind of a goody two shoes, so I probably was able to get away with more. But um, this one time in high school, we wanted to go camp out for Madonna tickets. And so oh. we were going to have to skip school in order to get in line to camp out. I started to concoct this like whole permission slip thing for my mom that I had a doctor's appointment. But instead, I just asked her and she's like, sure. And she actually wrote me. A, my mom wrote me a doctor's note <laughs> to buy Madonna tickets. I love it. Best mom ever. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Um, I, I, um, there was one time I, I really was sick and I called in sick at school. It was high school, but then I felt better later. And it was like, it was during the playoffs. So I found out everybody was going to be at Keener Plaza to celebrate and, you know, everybody wear red. So I'm like, I'm not going to go back to school. I really, truly was sick and uh, I could just sneak <laughs> off into this. And, and my mom let me, she, she drove me to it. And so... I went. It was the funnest thing. But everyone at school, including my teachers, saw me on the five o'clock news. (laughs) (laughs) That was your version of getting caught on social media. I didn't get in trouble. That was the amazing thing. I did not get in trouble. Wow. Uh, Teachers even said, it was my my religion teacher. Hey, I saw you on five o'clock news. I guess she didn't realize I had called and said. (laughs) And really, Uh, how many of us in those days tried to get on the news? No, you never made it on the news. And then you don't even try. (laughs) Not when you're not supposed to. That's right. (laughs) And, and you could clearly see it was me, and I'm like, yeah! Oh, just, oh. I mean, cough, cough, red. cough, cough. Right? <laughs> oh, oh anyway. man. I don't know why we got to this. Why did we? Permission. 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 <laughs> permission. Yes, thank you. So basically, the next time Madonna's in town, Coach Lori's going to write me a permission slip to get out of work. <laughs> That's right. So I can go see Madonna. Yeah. Fitz, I hate to inform you, Claire will not be in today. She has my permission. Madonna's on her 75 years old tour. Right? Claire, Claire wants to get front row seats. So you did go, I have to ask. To Madonna? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I saw, Ma- oh, I saw so Madonna amazing. a few times. I saw the Who's That Girl tour, and I saw the um, Blonde oh, Ambition yes. tour, and I saw the... Um, wow. The, uh, in fact, I'm in the movie Truth or Dare, kind of. What? Uh, yeah, at the... Uh, oh, God, was it Pontiac Silverdome? Yeah, Pontiac Silverdome, and the, the scene where she uh, brings her dad on stage and sings Happy Birthday to her dad. I was at oh. that show. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. Wow. That was an amazing show. She's an incredible performer. I mean, say what you want about Madonna looking back when she was doing what she was doing when she was at her height. An incredible performer. She holds a stage like no one else. Wow. With all that scenery and lighting and all those dancers, you cannot take your eyes off of her. Wow. Um, And it was really, it was fun. Yeah, she was, she was good back in the day. I wish I could have seen her back then in the, was it the 80s and 90s then that you, you had seen her? Yeah. 80s or 90s? Yeah. So the first See, time I saw her would have been 85, I guess. Oh, man. Must have been 85. Oh, and then it would have been in the 90s a couple times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Always in Detroit. Only... All three times in Detroit. Really? Yeah. Well, I lived in Toledo. So, oh. yeah. No, no, no. Once in Toledo, twice in Detroit. Mm. Like you all care. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't get to see her during the during her height. I only got to see her um, like I think it was 2011, 2012, mm. and I know it wasn't the same. And, yeah, and that was a show like she. Well, first off, she uh, she didn't come out until like three hours after her scheduled time. Right. Yes. That's <laughs> really? crazy yeah. like that. She didn't do that back then, right? No, no, no. Back then she was, well, she wasn't, she was, no, she didn't have to back then. She didn't have to right. do stuff like pull stunts back then. She could just, yeah. Now yeah. I've heard, I think my sister went to that same show you're talking about in Atlanta yeah. several years ago and she it was the same thing. She was three hours late. Really? Yeah. And, crazy. and, and <laughs> it's not, it's not even like, you know, it's not like she was doing drugs or she was high or stoned. She was just like, no, they'll wait. Wow. That's part of the hype. Just throw yeah. some more music on. They'll party. They'll dance. They'll drink. They'll have fun. They'll wait for me. And then by the time I get out there, they'll be all be they'll all be lit and ready for a party. You know, I mean, that's just oh. the attitude. Wow, it's really unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> definitely, in Seattle, it was on a weekday, uh-huh. so <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, you know, I mean, I I love that I got to see Madonna, but the thing was, it wasn't during her younger years when I really, really would have loved to. Yeah. Um. So I just felt like, you know, if she would have done it back then in the 80s and 90s I guess I would have understood now here in the 2000s I don't know <laughs> no I agree with you yeah. it wasn't it wasn't yeah. it wasn't right mm-hmm. yeah she wasn't she's not worth that weight anymore right she, she seems to think <laughs> right. she is but she's yeah. not yeah it's too bad I kind of feel that yeah. way about um Bruce Springsteen I've never ever ever seen him live and now yeah. I don't want to like I I I mean I guess if it's just him acoustic with his guitar sitting and playing music that that would be fine but but I know that, like, back in the day, it was, like, these four-hour-long concerts where he's jumping on speakers and yeah. running through the crowd. <laughs> the and, boss. The boss and doing all that stuff. And yeah. and now it, it'd be like the old guy version. And I just don't <laughs> want to be disappointed, you know. Yeah. When Prince was putting on those surprise concerts, mm-hmm. people were, like, it was amazing. Like, he like, was good. Yeah. Like he was really, really good. They, like, he did it, I think over here, at least, he did it at a really small venue, the Showbox. Oh. <laughs> and Really? Yes. Prince is at the yes. Showbox? It was one of his, it was like the year or two before he passed away. There were tickets, and then the next day, there was a concert. It was a surprise show. And he did this around the country or something. Yeah. I'm so miffed that I didn't get to see him. (laughs) Yeah, I never got to see Prince. I would have liked to have. Yeah. I thought maybe I probably would have traded in one of those Madonna concerts for one Prince concert. (laughs) Lori, what was the last concert you've been to? Um, it was either Garth Brooks or it was the Judd's, their end tour. Remember when they were breaking up at the bridge tour, whatever. So it was one of those. Then I had kids. Then I didn't get to do anything. Yeah. The Judd's. Yeah. Oh, nice. I I know. It was awesome. And of course, I've been to Amy Grant concerts because I love her. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, the only like rock and roll one, well, two, one was uh, Peter Frampton. But then I saw Vince Gill 
And he's so ugh, dreamy. And then after well, he's he does, Amy Grant, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes me really happy. Yeah. And he's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And after he did his country concert, he did two hours of rock and roll oldies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we lived on Whidbey Island. We had to catch a ferry and we're like, oh, we got to go. Or we would have had to sleep in the ferry line. But yeah, just so generous with his time and such an amazing artist. Wow. Oh, yeah. Geez. That would have been a fun well, show to have been to. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the last show. I can't remember the last concert I went to specifically, but the last one I really remember that sticks out in my head because I just was so happy was uh, this uh, country singer named John Party, who I just adore. He's a hot country singer. I mean, he's got a bunch of hit songs out right now and he's all over the place, but he's a bit of a throwback. He's like, he's handsome, but he's not hot model handsome. Mm. He's a farm boy. He's a Bakersfield, California farm boy. And his music is in the tradition of this Bakersfield sound, but with that modern stuff, enough to get him played on our current new country radio. Mm. And he was just such a wonderful performer. He just plays the guitar and he swivels his hips like Elvis and (laughs) and he's got this band and they play like a regular stand-up bass and um, (laughs) just a real musician. And I just had a good, I didn't feel like I was at, like sometimes we go to concerts, it's work. Yeah. This was not work at all. I just loved that man. Oh. You know, I liked him. Awesome. Anna, how about you? Um, well, the last great concert I went to was um, Don Henley over at Chateau Saint-Michel. Yes. We had great seats, you know, and you guys know what concerts are like over there anyway. It's mm-hmm. just nice. Lovely. Yeah, I, I actually saw Heart. At oh. it, I think it, it was there or it might have been Mary Moore, but... It's the sister. She yeah. was kicking her leg up, and all these old people that were really drunk were trying to kick their leg up too and falling <laughs> over. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. Oh my god! But Anna's husband We're bought her cool. so that she could go to lots of concerts because yes. that's what she loves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a lovely place to see concerts. I haven't been there recently, but I think the last act I saw there was Indigo Girls. They're oh. they're my favorite act to see live anywhere in the world. I've seen them in a lot of beautiful places, but that's a good one. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. it's a nice venue. So. I miss concerts. Is that why we're talking about the yes, concerts? Because we, we, we miss, miss it so much. Yeah. We miss them. The artists can't wait till they come back either. We, right. We talked to them. We've been talking to a lot of them lately because the uh, CMA Awards are coming up and they're all getting excited about that. But they miss people. Mm-hmm. Performers mm-hmm. need to perform in front of people. That's yeah. definitely true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They play off of them. They, the energy. You know, they yeah. Feel them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, before we wrap up, tell me that word that I was going to steal from you. Allotment of energy? Yes, that. I wanted to remember that. Allotment <laughs> yes. of energy. Before your we allotment, go. learning how to allot your energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Put a little TM trademark next to that one. Yeah, trade, trademark. Yeah. Player. <laughs> allotment of energy trademark. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing it on a sticky note. <laughs> Every once in a while. Because I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go, what was that? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm going to have to listen through the podcast. All you have to do is listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you should listen and you should give us a five-star rating. Yes, you should. Oh, amen, sister. And mm-hmm. then you could recommend it to your friends, your yes. siblings, your cousins, yes. and you really should recommend it to the butcher in the grocery store. But not your grandkids because <laughs> they're not going to be impressed. If you don't catch them in the first eight seconds, they won't care. <laughs> And share it. Don't be rude. Share it. Yeah, sharing. Yep. We learned that in kindergarten. Share. Yes. This is yeah. this is the good kind of viral. Share this. Yes. <laughs> you don't need a mask. Nope. <laughs> Not to listen to our podcast. That's right. Maybe earplugs. <laughs>
Oh, well, Life Coach Lori Claire, thank you so much for calming my nerves today. Good. <laughs> Did we distract you long enough? Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. And I, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is the longest listen and learn podcast <laughs> yes. we've ever done. Election distraction. Like yep. An hour and a half or something. Yes. And now we're going to go color in a coloring book. That's right. <laughs> yes. Maybe we could color one of those U.S. maps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And make a meme out of it. Use every color in your box, right. please. Yes. <laughs> I believe that Nevada is burnt sienna today. Yes. <laughs> it is burnt sienna. Wisconsin is burnt umber. <laughs> Nevada fuchsia. Yes, yes. fuchsia. Yes, fuchsia. <laughs> well, everyone, this is Listen and Learn. Or, or not. not. <laughs> Woo! Okay.